спасибо. Alright, thanks for joining me, my friends. This is Alex Hamchislavsky checking in from the south side of the East Area. We're in the Rocky Mountains and we're about to make some Lachaims. This is a three-minute segment of a four-week series that talks about the Jewish connection with Lachaims. The word of the day is coffee. But first, let's start with the Lachaim. There are so many blessings in our life, and please join me for a drink. You deserve it. Today, I'm having a splash of Devil's River coffee bourbon. Mmm, mmm, mmm. And today we'll make this lachaim to being awake. Consciousness is so special, and no scientist can totally explain it yet, but it is our unique perspective out to this greater reality. Lachaims just make it more fun. And the ancient blessing on coffee bourbon? Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech haolam, shehakol People in the late Middle Ages, and Christian Europe in particular, lived in a fog of hard work and alcohol-induced tiredness. In Europe, where the water and government was often tainted, people drank beer as their primary liquid. And then good morning coffee, exactly when Europe needed to dominate the rest of the world. A stimulant which increases alertness, and studies have shown it can even decrease certain cancers and even suicide risk. Since coffee originated in the Muslim world, it initially reached Sephardi Jewry, and the first halakhic ruling relating to it was authored by Darad Baz, chief rabbi of Egypt in the 16th century. And the question was whether Jews could enjoy coffee made in a non-kosher establishment. Zoom forward to today, and Jews all over the world go to Starbucks and other spots, except in Israel, where Starbucks has never successfully infiltrated despite a serious coffee culture. So Europe was always behind the Arab world in a lot of technology and science until as late as the Renaissance. So how did coffee ever make it to Europe? One source has it that coffee itself was introduced into England in 1650 by a Jew named Yaakov who opened a coffee house. Let's fast forward to 1819 for a fascinating story about caffeine. The Jews of Sarajevo were suffering under a Turkish pasha who imprisoned 13 Jews and sentenced them to death unless a ransom was paid that Shabbat. The community simply did not have the funds for the ransom. A religious Jew named Raphael Halevi decided to something had to be done. The course of action he took was quite unorthodox. On Friday night, he went into each of the city's eight Muslim coffee shops, ordered a cup of coffee, and put down the extraordinary sum of one gold coin as payment. The confused Muslim shop owners couldn't help but ask, why would a Jew desecrate Shabbat and put down a gold coin to pay for coffee in a Muslim coffee house that was forbidden to Jews? Then the Muslims themselves marched onto the Pasha's residence and helped release their Jewish brothers. Until today, it is celebrated and called the Purim of Sarajevo. This 200-year-old Purim was recently re-celebrated and the Muslim and Jewish participants say it is a day that has bound their two communities together as a model of coexistence. What's the lesson of the day? Coffee is not only good for you, but it can unite community. <laughs>